0: So we'll be looking at Philippians chapter two, verse eight. This is the continuing into, this is the third of the six verses in the messianic hymn of Philippians chapter two. And on Monday and Tuesday, we looked at the first, at Monday, we looked at verse six about the humble coming into the world of the Messiah. Verse seven, where it talks about him emptying of his of his place emptying of his his use of his divine attributes to come into this world to die for our redemption and now we continue looking at the continuing work of the messiah the continuing step farther into into his uh, his his humiliation is humbling by him entering the world as a one who would actually die, the death on the Roman cross for us. So again, we're this is the Letter to Philippi daily broadcast, a work of LettertoPhilippi.org, a Messianic Jewish organization focused on building a strong Messianic Jewish theology and Messianic Jewish biblical understanding an exegesis and we'll be looking as I said at the eighth verse of the second chapter of Philippians and I'll just share this now to my to my personal page then we can jump right into the, our study so again my name is Sean Inslee. I'll be your teacher we'll be going over through the 103 verses of the the letter to Philippi we have uh reached there are 30 verses in chapter 1 and we're in the 8th chapter 8th verse of chapter 4 so we we are 38 we are 38 uh, verses in of the 103 so we're about a third of the way through the book so uh now i'm streaming on my personal page on facebook so we are now on the letter to philippi page on facebook the uh my personal page on facebook linkedin and on youtube so uh let's get started folks so today we'll be looking at at philippians chapter 2 verse 8 in our continuing study here at letter to philippi live our daily broadcast so we will be uh looking at first verse eight chapter two which begins he which is the yeshua righteous messiah he humbled himself still more by becoming obedient even to death death on a stake as a criminal Yeshua's humility, which as I said throughout our study so far, the humility is a focus of this letter. One of the themes that run throughout the whole letter is this issue of humility. We see in chapter 1 talking about the hum- humbleness of of, uh, of Rav Shul Paul as he was willing to suffer for the Messiah. And though he was imprisoned, he knows knew that the message of the Messiah was going throughout the Roman world because of his witness to Yeshua. In chapter two, we're now in the messianic hymn. We will be seeing the the greatest, the highest example of humility, Messiah Yeshua, who came into our world to die for our redemption, who left his place in, in with the Father in heaven to enter into this world as a baby and to die the death on the roman cross later in chapter 2 we'll see examples of two humble examples of the messiah timothy and epaphroditus two uh companions of paul and also epaphroditus was a member of the philippian community in chapter 3 we see what what, what Doctor David Stern referred to as a negative example of humility, that being of pride, and Paul confronting those who are pride over proud over their status, over their place, as uh, as for whatever whatever purpose, whatever the area of pride. The most most thought is that they were Gentile converts to Judaism that were proud over the fact that they were circumcised and that they were holding that out as that they were more like what happened in, in Galatia that they were somehow super believers because they were also circumcised along with coming to faith through the Yeshua in contrast to the Philippians who came into the people of God just by their faith in Yeshua and not through conversion to Judaism and then in chapter 4 we will also We'll also see that, that, uh, that Paul confronts, confronts uh, divisiveness in the community, which could be also a matter of pride between these two leaders, the Kanyar and the Syntyche. So this throughout, throughout this we we see positive examples of humility and also negative examples of humility and pride. And Paul runs this, this concept throughout the whole book. Yeshua's humility led to the cross, the execution stake, the sacrifice out of his love for the Father. Yeshua's ultimate act of humility and obedience to the divine plan was his self-sacrifice at the cross, at the stake, Roman stake. N.T. Wright, biblical scholar, summarizes the extent of Yeshua's humility and obedience, where he wrote, though though Christ's act of obedience clearly refers to his death. In particular, the scope of Philippians two five through eleven shows that is wider, including the obedient and humble life, which culminated on the cross. So here, here, in Doctor Wright says that that this obedience, this humility of the Messiah, was was seen in. The Messiah's death on the cross, on the Roman stake. But the whole wider view, a wider view of this is that his whole life was a life of humility and it culminated at, at the cross. That at the at his sacrificial death, his whole life of sacrifice, his whole life of humility came to came to a head. That not just his death on the cross, but his whole life of humility was was an example in the message we see the dual nature of Yeshua that begins in his divine state and then he humbly enters the world as a slave that would die in the Roman stake the cross and after his suffering would receive the divine name and be highly exalted this dual role held by Yeshua unites the two major pictures of the Messiah in Jewish thought the Messiah bin David, the kingly end of the ages ruler, and the Messiah ben Yosef, the suffering servant of Isaiah's servant songs, most notably Isaiah 3. So in in the Jewish understanding of the Messiah, there have been these two constants of the Messiah, Messiah bin David, the great conquering one who would come at the end of the ages, would rebuild the temple, would reestablish the the, uh, the theocracy in Israel, and reestablish the place of the center of the world being in Jerusalem, as Jerusalem is the capital of a renewed world. And this is this is this and this is the the most most popular concept that continues throughout when people talk about the Messiah. There's the focus on the end times Messiah who will come to to redeem the world enter into the the world of life to come. But there is also the Messiah ben Yosef, the suffering servant, the Messiah who would die and be resurrected. And so, so there's been these two there's two messianic concepts of basically two messiahs, Messiah ben David, Messiah Ben Yosef. But in Yeshua these two roles come together that he came once as Messiah ben Yosef, and he gave his life as an atonement. And he will return, and may that day be soon, as Messiah ben David, who will be the conquering king ruler to which all the nations of the world will bow. And we will see that anticipated exaltation of Yeshua in verse 11. Of this messianic hymn as we get to the exaltation of the Messiah later in this week the dual nature of Yeshua is the divine as the Davidic Messiah the royal divine king and also the suffering Messiah that would give his life an atoning sacrifice can be seen in the Midrash Rabbah Ruth 5 6 that reads it refers to the Messiah come hither approach to a royal state. And eat of the bread, refers to the bread of royalty. And dip thy morsel in the vinegar, refers to his sufferings. As it is said, but he was wounded because of our transgressions. Isaiah 53, five. And in, in, unusu- in an unusual, even, even mystic way, Yeshua is atoning death of the Roman stake. The cross served as both the sacrifice and the priest offering the sacrifice as we see in the letter to the messianic jews the book of hebrews reads but when the messiah appeared as the Kohen godol of the good things that are happening already then through the greater and more perfect tent which is not man-made that is it is not created of this created world he entered the holy place once and for all. And he entered not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by the means of his own blood, thus setting people free forever. For the sprinkling, ceremonially unclean persons with the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer restores their outward purity. But how much more the blood of the Messiah, who through the eternal spirit offered himself to God as a sacrifice without blemish will purify our conscience from works that lead to death so that we can serve the living God this unique priestly role that Yeshua performed as being both the sacrifice and the priest offering the sacrifice the great Cohen Hagadol who who offered his own blood on the eternal altar for the redemption of the world, for the redemption of those who put their faith thrust in Yeshua. This unique appreciate role that Yeshua performed also can be seen in the two messiahs of the Qumran community. The Qumran community known, known as the community that, that developed the, the Dead Sea Scrolls had a concept of two messiahs in their understanding and belief. The, the most common the davidic messiah the messiah who who will come come at the end of time to to redeem the world to reestablish the davidic kingdom and the reign of 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 the messiah from Jerusalem which and also a priestly messiah a messiah who 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 would have a priestly function those we will see in yeshua in contrast to the, the two messiahs of Quran, Yeshua will embody both the pr- priestly messiah and the Davidic messiah in his two comings. First is the priestly to redeem, and second, to eternally rule and reign. So in, in the in the understanding of the Qumran community, these, these were two messiahs. There were two individuals who would come. There would be the, the Davidic messiah, the one who would reign and rule, and there would be the priestly messiah. Who would who would serve in a priestly messianic role. in Yeshua as Yeshua is also the, the Messiah who would suffer and the Messiah who would reign. he is also he also fits the role of the priestly Messiah of the Quran community. So we have in Yeshua the one who will, who will reign over all, all the world the one who would be the priest who would would give the ultimate sacrifice, and also the sufferer, the one who would would be the sacrificial lamb, the one whose life would be laid down for our redemption. As we see in Hebrews, Yeshua also played the role as the divinely ordained sacrificial lamb that Paul would speak about in his letter to Corinth in 1 Corinthians 5, 7. Paul is is making the Philippians aware of the possible cost of obedience and modeling the humility of Yeshua. For followers of Yeshua and modelers, modelers of the master, there's what Dietrich Bonhoeffer, great Christian who gave his life for his faith and his opposition to the Nazis, he called the cost of discipleship that in following Yeshua, there is a cost. There's a cost to being a disciple of Yeshua, and in demonstrating that the Messiah, his devotion to God, came to his laying down his life, he wanted to make the Philippians know that they may too have to give their lives for their their faith pressing Yeshua to model the Master. The cost of following Yeshua can be seen earlier in the book. In this letter when Paul said in Philippians 1 because for the Messiah's sake it has been granted to you not only to trust in him but also to suffer on his behalf Paul wanted the Philippians to understand that Yeshua their Lord and master died the most humiliated death most humiliating death on their behalf as biblical scholar E.P. Sanders wrote Christ did not just humble himself becoming meek and mild he degraded himself going as low as death by crucifixion the penalty meted out to rebellious slaves so in this in this we we see that yeshua not only was humbled but he he was degraded he was he was completely humiliated and humbled by his death by crucifixion and death that was, was only given to slaves, a death that was, was designed only for the lowest of society, those who, who were rebellious slaves. So our Messiah gave his life as an atonement in the most humble and humiliating of deaths. The death by crucifixion was very problematic for Greeks and Romans to understand in that, that the Lord of the universe would be willing to die the worst death, the most humiliating death on their behalf, a punishment reserved for criminals who were not Roman citizens, a penalty for the lowest of criminals. So in declaring Yeshua as the, as the Lord and King, the master of all, the savior of the world, as one who had died on the Roman cross, was very difficult for for those in the greek for those for greeks and Romans to understand how this could happen how this great person this person who would be the ruler of of all creation would die the worst death and this was a great difficulty in accepting yeshua as lord and savior for those in the greek and roman world to understand how this humiliating death this worse of of deaths only for, for the lowest of criminals, could be undertaken by the one who was to be their lord and master. That how he could, how this one who is who now is considered greatly exalted, would actually have died, the most humiliating and most degrading, degrading, of deaths. This deep level of of commitment to humility that Paul is calling the Philippians. And us by example, for us to understand and pursue is the way modeled by their master, the way Yeshua was willing to give his life is the life that Paul is calling the Philippians to understand is their new life in him. And by extension for us is a part of our life that we need to be willing like Yeshua to give our lives for for God for the the work of the good news of the Messiah as the greatest act of humility as the greatest act of, act of humility the Messiah's death is to be the point of unity for all followers of Yeshua I was reading the other day that, that there was that you know though though in in our our Jewish circles there's there is the is the difficulty with the symbol of the cross which has been used in persecuting our people for for thousands of years. And and but it was interesting, I, I was reading that reading that that's that's that there was I believe I believe it was it was uh was Charles Spurgeon who was a who was a Christian leader and and uh and a British British pastor and 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 he he spoke about our faith being being cross-centric that that our lives are as followers of the Messiah he who gave his life for us is that he gave his life on the Roman cross and the the symbol as I said of, of the cross has been used by those who have persecuted and killed our people and has lost lost the beauty that it would have. It is it is something it is something to consider that our redemption, our connection with the new life in the Messiah was born for us on the stake on the Roman cross. And this is and this great act of humility, this willingness to die, this most horrid and despised of deaths is the point of of unity for all followers of yeshua all those people who whether jew or gentile who are followers of the messiah who put their faith trust in yeshua as the messiah and lord are connected by that one act by that death of the messiah on the roman stake and it is our point of connection that we may live different lives we have our different responsibilities Toward God, whether as Jews, in our, our our lives, ordered by Torah, by the Gentile world, where they where they are, are ordering their lives according to, to. What was given to them in the the in the New Testament scriptures, a life free of, of Torah. But 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 whether whether whether. Our, our lives are ordered by Torah as Jews, or not, speci- not specifically bound to Torah. Our connection, our way of living lives, may be different as it relates to, to Torah commands. But our connection point is the death of the Messiah. Paul here is taking the Philippians to the Messiah's death on the Roman stake as a place where they can fully connect to the Messiah. And understand their calling to emulate his humility a humility that can can and may lead to death for them so paul here in this verse is taking the philippians and us by example to the death of messiah on the roman state to the point of 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 where atonement was one where yeshua gave his life as the suffering messiah the one who would be the suffering messiah and we also was the the priest performing the sacrifice is our point of connection to him, our point of of where our, our faith is grounded. And this is in the humiliating death of the Messiah. As an example to us of the greatest of humility, the greatest example of humility by our Messiah willingness to give his life, even the life even a death so horrid as this for our redemption. So this concludes our look at verse 8 today. We now will be moving to verse 9, where we go from the the humble entry of our Messiah into the world, his humiliating death on the Roman stake on the cross. But in verse 9, we, we see a move from his humble entry and his humiliating death to his victory over death and that from his willingness to suffer his willingness to give his life for the divine plan that his name will be, be raised from the dead raised to the highest place in heaven and it will will though the though, though dead on the Roman cross that we will see is resurrection, is exaltation to to heaven, and begin the the final three verses, the moving towarding toward the soon cosmic cosmic exaltation and cosmic acknowledgment. Or as uh, as uh, biblical scholar Paula Frederick says, the mass bending of the knees to Yeshua as messiah and we'll be getting that to that tomorrow thank you for watching the letter to philippi live broadcast this is a daily study through the book of philippians at 12 p.m pacific time 3 p.m eastern time 10 p.m jerusalem time and we are able to faithfully faithfully uh, broadcast live on facebook live and instagram we're still working on but uh, we will be posting the uh the video to igtv later today on both my personal r sean emsley and r sean Imsley page and the letter to philippi page so we're still working on on actually doing it doing the uh instagram live but to this point we've been having difficulties but we are working on that, but it will be on IGTV to watch the recording later today. So again, thank you for watching, and uh, I uh, appreciate all those who are participating in the study. If you want more information about about us? You can go to lettertophilippie. org. You should see the stream the uh, streamer under under uh, my picture on the, on. Uh, Online to see the our website where you can find out more about our, our work. You can watch past videos you can uh, Read about what we hold to as our beliefs What things we are are looking to do in the future? You can leave a prayer request as we always say that it's important for For us to be praying for you and praying with you for those things in, in your life and also for those who who are able we really appreciate if you could make a, a donation on to our, our organization to continue our work here to also expand and offer more resources for you and for those around the world through our uh, our broadcast and also through through pre-materials that we're looking to start to start uh, offering and again I this uh, series is based on my messianic commentary on Philippians which you can get from uh, amazon.com you can just search for sean imsley and that will take you to the uh, the page where you can purchase the my commentary which is the basis for this class and that will that will about complete our time for today and uh thank you for watching and we'll be looking at uh, philippians chapter 2 verse 9 tomorrow and to give you a little preview I'll read that because it's always important to to have the reading, the public reading of Scripture, which is kind of interesting that this is the public reading of Scripture is being done through media. But these words we'll be looking at tomorrow in depth. Therefore, God raised him to the highest place and gave him the name above every name. And tomorrow we'll see that that death was defeated in the Messiah as he rose from the dead, as he was exalted to the heavenlies, and he was given the name above every name. We'll be looking at that tomorrow. So thank you for watching. Please go to to lettertophilippi.org for more information. And we will see you tomorrow. Have a good day.